as you twist it, you hear steam rush and a piston go off, and some wood paneling next to it slides open. An animal in an area off to the side, very well lit in what looks like a very nice scene. He already walks in. As you walk towards it, you realize at some point that it is inside a strange-looking, almost giant fish tank, and a little nameplate, much like you would find at a zoo, has the name Zoe. Uh, and he says, Zoe, we're here to get you. Wake up, Zoe. Wake up. This ain't real. Please don't bother the subjects. You already takes a shot at him. Durak is um, going to go ahead and use up his second rage. He knows it's bad for his heart, but he's, man, he's in it. And, uh... <laughs> How far away is this Joker now? He's, uh, he's, he's about 90 feet away. And Cash is going to cast Hypnotic Pattern. F- fucking Sandstorm is playing. <laughs> <laughs> she just cast Disintegrate Ooh. at an 8th level. What? This Archmage. I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. (laughs) Moth is looking around. She falls to her knees and she says, Someone check on the cat. I got it. I'm on it. Durak swings his axe. Instead of hitting the glass, the bullet hits the back of Durak's axe and the glass shatters. Best from afar and far from the best. But it's better than good. It's Good Better Quest. Welcome back to Good Better Quests. I am, of course, your Fungin Master, David Hallman. With me, as always, are my friends, and we are going to play a game of Dungeons & Dragons for your entertainment. So, previously on Dragon Ball Z, you all overcame a modified memory spell meant to deter you from going down a hidden stairwell in City Hall. After overcoming that spell, you ventured downward to discover technology from another world. Looking around more, you found a room full of animals frozen in time in these strange terrariums. Timeariums, I'm going to call them. No, I'm not. That's terrible. A wizard stood at the end of the hall and turned the floor around you into lava. Uh, Yardy went down in the fight, and fearing for your lives, Moth cast a disintegrate spell at the 8th level, destroying the wizard and revealing him to be another mechanical illusion. Durak slammed his axe against one of the captive animal's cages, and Yardy shot a bullet into the back of his axe, giving him the final push he needed to break her free, and that's where we are. The floor is still lava. Well, it looks like lava, uh, but you guys have determined that it's an illusion at this point, seeing as Durak has just, like, waded through it. Yardy is... 
uh, up and he's walking towards Durak and the now broken Timerium. I think he looks over at Moth. He doffs his hat. He definitely... Thank you. Thank you. Yes. But he does look around and he, he points with his hands and his tail and he, he goes, Um, can you... Can you do something about this? Could you stop this? Whatever this is. The... These glass and cases? No, I mean the lava. We'll do something ah. about the cases, but the lava is really disconcerting. Direct, direct turns around and looks back down the hall. Uh, and he says, Hey, y'all. The floor is not lava. <laughs> and, then, and then he turns... To Zoe, and he gets down real close to her, and he pets her on the head, and tries to stir her awake. Uh, and uh, it as as he's doing so, he says, "Who's a good girl?" <laughs> she does begin to stir awake, and and you notice now that that ghost whose lap she had her head in is is now gone. She begins to stir, and she looks up at you, and she says. Oh, hi. I'm Zoe. Who are you? I'm Durak. Cool. Where are we? You know, I was thinking about asking you the same thing. Got a few folks you should probably, uh, uh, I should probably introduce you to, uh, this fella right here. Uh, his name, his name's Yardy, and that one over there, that's, that's Cash. That big scary one looking over there, uh, that's Moth, and, uh, everybody else is pretty much dead. <laughs> Well, uh, si oh yeah, Siggy's still in that uh, control room trying to identify shit. She doesn't even know what's going on. <laughs> she's, she's too busy over there doing whatever uh, verbal components identify has. As as you guys are talking and getting situated, the lava does dissipate, and you now see what has been projecting these images. In the air are several strange-looking automatons. So these flying robots look like a keg on its side with four rods sticking out with propellers spinning vigorously, like a, a drone where the center is a keg. And out the front of it, you see two rods sticking out and a crystal and there are about 10 of sorry nine of these in the room all hanging over the other terrariums uh and all facing you guys what did yardy want to do can yardy shoot one of the propellers to bring one of them down uh give me an attack roll real quick uh, no, that, uh, that, yeah, that was a one. So, um, his gun breaks. Yeah, I was about to say, that's, um, for Yardy, that's a misfire, isn't it? Yep. He is, uh... Holy shit, that's the first time we've had that. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna start repairing his gun. All right. You, you, Yardy aims his pistol at the, the robot, and it, um, almost does, like, the Bugs Bunny thing where it, it explodes, uh, in the barrel. Oh, shit. <laughs> these keg robots are now invisible 
you see kind of a telltale shimmer. You know, because you were looking at them before they turned, you see like the telltale predator shimmer. And the terrariums that they were over shrink. All of them? And fall, yes, and fall into holes right under the terrariums. You hear them shoot off in a direction as though they were sucked up into a pneumatic tube. Yardy pounces after them, futilely, like seeing a a laser dot. He chases after what isn't there anymore. Yeah. Cash? I was thinking, could Cash try and, like, shove his rapier just in the hole just to try and keep one open so we could maybe throw something down it and see where it's going, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a, um... Fuck, that's a good plan. Give it... Screw it. I you're you're near one. I I think you can do that. Okay. You you manage to keep one uh from closing and uh it it does the elevator thing where it's like starts to close <laughs> and then opens again uh and then starts to close and opens again and then you just hear a loud buzz. Siggy comes walking in on Cherry and she says, "Okay. None of this is magic." None of this equipment is magic. It's all tech. And some of the some of the tech is maybe fueled by magic, but like nothing is magic in it's hard to explain. And she's like you see she's got this crazed eye, this crazed look in her eye. A whiteboard pops out and she starts to draw. <laughs> Direct's looking for the exit. Is it clear? Yes. The The way you came in is yes. Can Yardy give Cash a help action to see if he succeeds in opening, prying open the container? Oh, it's open. Okay. It, yay. The, the tube flap is open. Can any of us fit down it? <laughs> no. It's about uh, one foot by one foot square. Hmm. Okay. Cash once Cash digs in his pocket and pulls out as like a skipping stone, you know, like a river rock, and chucks it down and is trying to listen for the direction that that it's shooting down. You know, is it being sucked to the right? Is it being sucked out of the exit we came through? Where is this going? Give me a perception check. That is a 15. You drop it and you hear... You hear the sucking noise again. You hear the sucking noise again, and it sounds like it is going towards the end of the room, in the opposite of direction of where you came. And Moth says, I have an idea. And she pulls out... What what items does Cash have that he would consider memorable? Like, important items. I did have... Again, D&D Beyond. Never been easier. <laughs> um, I actually... One of my, like, memorable items is the hilt of a dagger that I've had since I was younger. I mean, that would be a memorable... I just... It, it's not a weapon anymore. It's literally just the, yeah. the broken off hilt at this point. Do you, do you... Would Cash carry it in a very open place? It'd probably be right on his belt. Yeah. I think Moth grabs it and she holds it in front of your face 
And she says, I need you to think about this real hard. And she drops it into the hole. And then she touches her forehead to yours. And you feel her cast detect thoughts. Yardy is behind Cash, dabbing off the sweat on his forehead <laughs> with his tail so that Moth doesn't feel it. Just just like a, a fucking waterfall. Just the, <laughs> just the floppiest of flop sweat. Cash is trying so hard not to think girl forehead um, right now. <laughs> forehead girl. For, um, girl touching forehead, girl forehead. For, oh, it's girl forehead. forehead. While this is going on, David, can Yardy roll to repair his weapons? Because both of them are yes. broken. Okay. Yeah. Both of them? Yeah. Remember, you said there was a misfire with the blunderbuss in the fight. So his blunderbuss is broken and his hand. Oh, shit. Just... You rolled a one in there, I, too. Didn't I didn't you? roll a one, but I didn't roll high enough to get a, like, touching him direct shot. So you gave me a misfire. Oh, no. Did I? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I'm, I'm fine right. with that. That makes that's fair. So, uh, just I, I just need like a nine and a ten. Yeah, so I can do that. Oh, fucking thank God! Okay, my handgun is fixed. That was a cool. nine. That's the important one. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I rolled a nat twenty on my blunderbuss, so they're both. All fixed. right, so it's now a bazooka. Looks better. <laughs> <laughs> it grew a fifth. Uh, whatever. It's got a fifth barrel. Fifth barrel. <laughs> you. You fucking made a spaz 12 somehow. Like, <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, what the shit? <laughs> it's clobbering time. During all of this, uh, during all this, Dirac looks over at Siggy and uh, he points over the ceiling. He goes, other than this, and he points to the floor, the little holes in the ground. He goes, are those? Is there anything else we need to see here? Because I'm thinking maybe we ought to make a strategic exit and maybe come at this from another angle. Siggy is trying her best to calm down. She looks at you and she looks around and she says, no, you're right. We should, we should get out of here. There's really nothing else to be gained, I guess, but I still don't know who's doing this. Um, I, I don't know where they're from. The only thing that I, I really, got was was something about a place called Verdan. I don't I don't know what that is. I've heard of a star cluster called Verdan. Um but it's it's planes away. No, hold on there. I, I I've heard all I need to hear. It's time for us to get out of here. And he looks over at um at, at Moth and at um Cash and he tries to make eye contact with Yardy. Um and he goes, Come on, man, you know we gotta get out of here. We can't do nothing for any of the rest of them, but we got this one. And somehow uh uh Zoe's in Durak's arm like a football. Uh and uh he says, We got this one and uh no idea what what to do next. So unless they figure something out with this little forehead thing they're doing, I reckon we should probably get on out of here. And so uh he um he starts like literally slowly walking towards the door, talking to Zoe the whole time, just oh, who's a good girl, it's a cute little puppy dog. Zoe uh 
Zoe is appreciating the scratches. She is like, I have no idea what's going on. And it's very nerve wracking. And I'm scared. I am very scared right now. Can we get out of here? Please. Yep, that's the idea. Yardy stays behind Cash. He he wants to see where this spell leads. He's not ready to leave. Cash, while you are head-to-head with Moth, literally, she... Uh, you hear her in your mind say, I need you to think about that dagger. The hilt. Where did you get it? Uh, from my grandfather. It was given to me as a child. I, uh... They thought I'd grow up and be a great fighter one day. Really, uh, proven that... Proven that point. (laughs) (laughs) She's, uh, she says, you may not be a fighter, but you're still courageous. I have a question for you, Kate. Would you be willing to give up just just spend sorry spend a spell slot in order to help with this you can feel like some of that magical energy before you cast the spell like building yeah the low uh, first, first level, level yeah that's fine yeah, just nothing nothing big but she's drawing on your uh, uh, arcanic prowess and now she has passed the detect thoughts spell to you and you are maintaining it so that she is in your mind and you now also see the dagger hilt in the tube banging around these brass tubes and you you follow it for a little bit it's speeding through this tube and then suddenly it shoots up and lands on a wooden floor and you look around where it landed and this looks like the memoriam valley and the focus on the dagger ends yardy is still behind cash and he he looks very confused his tail is in his question mark state and he leans in real close to cash and goes did did moth just make you use a spell slot like did you get so excited you accidentally a spell slot like (laughs) I don't understand what just happened I'm so confused Cash you feel a heartstring between you and Moth it's strange it's really weird you've you've heard about this happening between teammates but never strangers but it it happens and uh, you you see it flick and you realize that that's what that feeling was where you lost the spell slot or, or spent the spell slot. She says, we have to go to the Memoriam Valley. <laughs> Cash wakes up out of the daze for, you know, as I'm sure Moth has stepped back at this point and is like, we have to go. And yeah, Cash- no, she is. She has <laughs> totally stepped away. Like, oh, you're still here. Cash, <laughs> Cash is still lean forward and um, almost like he was about to go in for a kiss at the end. And then I was like, no, what? Yes. Memorial. <laughs> yes. The Memorium Valley. That's yes. That's what she that's what she said. That's <laughs> yeah, let's go. 
Durek in your arms, Zoe looks at them and looks at you. He's, do you know them? <laughs> and uh, he he laughs a little bit. He goes, uh, yep, they're my friends. And he sees that they're coming that way. And so he's, he turns, you know, to go towards the exit. And he's, he's a good bit ahead of them. And uh, he can feel uh, Zoe uh, sort of being, you know, so it's kind of shaky and, and shaking and scared. And so he takes the, uh, the, the blanket that he's had over his shoulders, the bearskin that he's been wearing. And uh, he sort of pulls it off his shoulders and wraps her in it a little bit. And as he's doing so, he realizes that, like, all of the hair has sort of sloughed off of his shoulder and arm where uh, the, yeah. the, 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 the bearskin was. And, and yeah. he looks at it and it looks kind of weird and he kind of brushes it with his hand and more sloughs off. And he realizes kind of just spot checking that um, all of his hair is falling out and just falling out of the root. And, and, and it's no longer the, the sort of fiery red that it had been at one point. It's now sort of a, a dull, sort of a copper color. As one does, he gets distracted by the adorable squirminess of the puppy dog and uh <laughs> does not think much more about it uh as uh, as he walks towards the exit of the building as we walk back through that because we have to go back through that room that had all like the planner maps and the cogs and all that weird stuff right yes is there anything small like hand handheld size like a cog or a, a piece of something that cash could palm while we're on our way out Anything small like what? Like a like a cog or, uh, you know, one of the crystals or just something around the room that as our way out, I could casually. Give, give me just a straight up luck d20 check. Okay. And we'll see what you grab. Okay. 15. Okay. There is a crystal that keeps lighting up blue and then green and then red and then black, back to blue. And it is on a very thin copper rod. Very thin. And I think looking at it, you can totally tell that you could just straight up fucking break it off of there and put it in your pocket. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> yeah. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cash... <laughs> is it still glowing? Is it in Cash's pocket and it's still changing colors? It's still changing colors. <laughs> Cool, even better. All right. That's, that's, I grabbed my rapier, too, I want to say that, so that no one oh, can yeah, no, catch I'm, me in yeah. <laughs> the episodes when I get into an epic rapier battle. Ugh. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm i going to put those people in a special friend group called Motherfuckers. You didn't pick up your thorn? Um, in episode that, 13. That rapier was still on the ground. It was, it was stuck in the door. You there, remember. You never there's went back a bit there on, got it. There's a bit on The Simpsons where Z the woman who plays Xena Warrior Princess is giving uh, a Q&A to people at the uh, uh, comic shop and someone brings up like a small continuity error and she says, um, anytime you see something like that, a wizard did it. Um, that's that's why it's there. A wizard did it. <laughs> um so any continuity errors in this, uh, a wizard did it. Let's say it was Moth. Fuck it. Yardy wants <laughs> to do two things. He's Go for it. He's hanging back. He's still very agitated. He understands that they need to get the Memorium Valley. That's, that's where all of these creatures have gone. But he's frustrated that he wasn't 
quick enough, smart enough, strong enough to stop what just happened with them leaving because they had all the animals here. So he wants to do an investigation check to see if there's anything in the room that can, like any triggers, any buttons, any like anything that he could use to turn something off, to, to not even really break anything, just to throw a wrench in whatever is running this in their plan. There is a wrench next to some, a lot of cogs that are moving. Can he shove the wrench into the cogs? Absolutely. Okay. Yardy goes over to the wrench and picks it up, and he finds the smallest cog that it's moving the fastest, because that's how cogs work. (laughs) And underhanded, he takes it and swings it into the bottom of the cog as it moves, so that it jams straight between the cog's teeth and stops it. It stops and you hear a belt, like a rubber belt, grinding in a way that it shouldn't. And then the power flickers and goes out. Excellent. There is nothing lit in this area. And you actually see one of those keg robots in this room now fall from its floating position, and uh, a small explosion <laughs> occurs as it crashes. Is is there any wreckage, or is it just destroyed? It's pretty much destroyed. Give me a dexterity saving throw, in oh. fact, real quick. It's not a huge room, but it's not small. Seven. You, your whiskers get singed a little bit. Oh. You, you, get, <laughs> you got some crispy whiskers. He's He's a cool man walking away from an explosion. Yeah. I hope this happens right, like the sound is happening right as Cash grabs the crystal. So that I grab, <laughs> I like break this crystal off the copper wire and it's like, kaboom! <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep walking, keep walking. <laughs> Cash, That's absolutely what happens. Cash power walks it back up the steps after Durek. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing that Yardy wants to do before he leaves is just a, a another more than cursory glance at the guns he saw on the wall to see if any of them are working. The the guns on the wall are working. All but one of them are pretty much average. Like, even, even less fantastic than yours. But there is one that would be in the center that, that has kind of a dust imprint, you know? Like, there's no dust on this area uh, where this gun was. There's a gun missing. Yardy wants to take one of each kind back to Professor Ivilo. Absolutely. There's a, go ahead and just add a, a pistol. One of each. Yeah, a, a, a blunderbuss and a rifle. Okay. All right. Um, and then he, he walks up the stairs behind everybody. You guys reach the top of the stairs. And uh, when you reach the top, you see that there is a panic outside. A few of the buildings are on fire. And looking outside, you see James, the watcher of the Memoriam Valley, floating in the air, throwing fireballs at the various buildings. And in the middle of the town, you see the four dogs from Fair University fighting him as best they can. And... It, it looks like they have him pretty well on the ropes. And then suddenly 
his image fizzles out and you see another one of those illusion robots crash to the ground and Dart looks around uh, for all of you and, and he sees you coming out of City Hall and he says okay I have no idea what ju- what just happened What what is going on Derek um, sort of reaches out to all of the, the, the four dogs kind of uh, mentally to to see if he can read their thoughts and get a uh, sort of triangulated image of what just happened here, if he can maybe see it from all four of the perspectives. Just from from your, like, animal affinity. Give me an animal, animal handling check. Alright, alright, hold on. Don't I have um, speak with beasts? But yeah, okay. You, you yeah. have speak with animals, but they, like, they already speak. I dig it. 25. 25. You, like, you get a... a pretty good not just from them but like looking around you get the impression just suddenly james appeared in the town and started raising hell and you you can see the betrayal and fear in miles eyes uh miles's eyes you see confusion in in darts because he saw the the weird automaton fall out of the sky and Doug looks at all of you and he sees you're hurt. And Cash, he throws his slobbery green plastic toy ball at you. And it's gross, but you feel like you received a short rest's benefits. And in fact, he he does that to all of you. And he says, ball is life. <laughs> And Dirac puts Zoe on the ground again. Dart goes over to Zoe and, and nuzzles her and he says, I'm, I'm so glad you're okay. Where were you? And Zoe says, I, I don't really know. I followed Susie Dowd and suddenly here I am in a, a glass case, but I'm getting pets, but I can't move and I'm awake. It was weird. Dart looks at Doug and Stella and he says I need you to go make sure everybody is okay and then he looks at Miles and the rest of you and he says and we are following you wherever the fuck you're going Yardy turns around to Dart and has a thought and he 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 gets as close to Dart as he feels comfortable and he goes James uh, the, the tall one that that you just blew up. What's your first memory of him? When when did you first see him in town? Um I I can't really remember. I I feel like I saw him um I I don't really know. What what are you trying to get at? Yardy stands up straight. He unties his pants and he puts them back on. <laughs> And he goes, this is, this is just as serious as I thought it was. There's ghosts everywhere. And he starts walking towards Memoriam Valley with his, with his pistol drawn. Dart says, I, I don't understand. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think he was a ghost. <laughs> Yardy's still convinced they're all ghosts. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. No, Yardy's gone when he says this. <laughs> Cash, Cash looks back at Dart and he's like, listen, it doesn't matter. It got him to put his pants back on. Thank <laughs> God. We all need to go to Memoriam Valley now. 
Siggy says, can anyone else not get the image of his weird cat penis out of their mind? <laughs> no, she doesn't say that. that would be the worst. She thought Then it. no one could draw anything <laughs> from this some art. manga cat dick. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Durak jogs, Durak jogs up uh, to catch up with Yardy uh, and uh, matches pace next to him. And um, he's quiet for a little bit. And, uh, and you can see uh, the, the, the anger and the determination in, um, in, in Yardy's posture. But you can also see, sense the sort of dangerous energy that's coming off of him. He looks down and he goes, look, I know you ain't happy. Ain't none of us happy. But don't let this make you act foolish. Don't go jumping into some shit you don't understand just because you're mad. How many are you going to save if you're dead? Yardy takes a really deep breath. And he doesn't, he doesn't look at Durak. He keeps his vision going towards Memoriam Valley. He keeps his eyes straight. And he keeps walking and he just says, I underestimated these fiends or ghosts or whatever the hell these are and I don't plan on doing it a second time these animals deserve better than what's happening to them and I mean to give it to them Durag just sort of grunts at his agreement Yardy's ready Yardy, Yardy is marching towards Memorium Valley and Durag's completely keeping pace Dart and Miles are, are walking with you along with Siggy and Moth close behind Cash, when I did the spell with Moth, yes, would I still have a sense of where the dagger is, or would I need to cast Locate Object again to try and sense, to get an exact location of where this is? Do you have Locate Object? I do. Oh, okay. Read, read me the description on Locate Object. Like, how... how- how much do you see? I sense the direction to the object's location as long as it's been a thousand feet of you. So I would probably wait till we got to the gate since we know it's yeah. in Memoriam Valley. That's fair. Um, if the object's in motion, I know where it's going. It's kind of like the heartstring. We, you know the direction that it's in. You can walk towards it. Sure. Well, no, I just wasn't sure yeah. if it was like... Yeah, I can't like visualize... Where, like I, not as clear as what probably what Moth and I did, but because this is an object familiar to me, I can uh, get a direction for it. Absolutely. Okay, so you, you guys have been walking for a bit, and you reach the gates of the Memoriam Valley, and you cast Locate Object, and you can see, similar to the Heartstrings, uh, it, but it's more of a a ray of light coming from your forehead towards the direction. No, that's really weird. <laughs> a ray of light coming from the palm of your hand uh, as you cast this, and it shoots towards the edge of the cliff that Memoria the Memoriam Valley is is right near. There's a a small hill towards the back of the Memoriam Valley with a just a straight up drop off um, after a few feet. And um, it's, it's just pointing to that. When you get there, you see that James is gone. He did just explode. He did just explode. <laughs> he, he was a robot or was he? 
If you found all the clues. No. <laughs> you solved my James is a robot puzzle. <laughs> Cash, give me a quick perception check. I rolled a one. <laughs> you rolled a nat one? I rolled a nat one. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Never mind. I didn't see nothing. <laughs> I like, didn't hear nothing. I Cash, didn't smell nothing. Cash has his palm out. And he, he goes... You guys, I understand all of it. The whole thing. <laughs> the villain was, and then I fell really hard down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> and when I get up, I'm like, what? What was I saying? I was weird. I don't know. I did what with Moth? Hold on. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I guess you, you guys venture into the Memoriam Valley in the direction of this light. Yeah. Cash shrugs and, and says, look, I the light is pointing at this hill. Uh, any, I, I know the dagger is somewhere here, but that's all I got. Any ideas? Moth is following the light a bit more. Of course um, she is. Yeah. <laughs> the, you, you see, what? What do you mean? She's a moth. A moth. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hang up now. <laughs> Moth is is following the light uh through the Memorian Valley and she's watching it as she walks further in shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Does she get zapped? She walks forward and fries over. You just see Moth, she has her she's her hands. <laughs> she just puts on a helmet. And then just like headbutts where the light is hitting. Ninth level lightning bolt comes down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and some kid still calls her a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> she follows it and it reaches just past the Memorial Valley. There is a cobblestone wall around it. And she climbs over the cobblestone wall to continue following this light and she comes to a place where it stops before the edge of the cliff and she turns to you and she says I'm not as well versed with science and physics well you know that's a lie I'm a wizard my point is light's not supposed to do that <laughs> failed my perception checks. So I think, does that, I'm pretty much spent here. No, nah, the, the perception check was for something else. You're, oh, okay. you're good. Oh, great. Something else is lurking. Fantastic. Is the light just stopping? Is light just stopping? Yeah, what's what's going on with the light? You made it seem that it's it's like it's going over this cliff. Is it continuing on or is it just stopping dead in the air? It is stopping dead in the air, much, much like it would if the light had hit a a wall but looking forward you can see there is no wall it's just further yardy climbs up next to moth and he pulls out his scimitar which he has what the fuck yeah he's got a scimitar all right and he wherever the light beam is going he wants to push through it with his scimitar or he wants to put it on point 
Before we follow that, I want to know what what did Durek want to do too? Oh, um, he he has no idea what to think about this light, other than this ain't natural. So immediately, rather than focus on the light, he's going to start looking around, like you know, looking for what all's going on. What kind of check you need me to give you on that? Perception. Let's just do perception. All right. Uh, it's just an eight. You don't you don't really notice a lot. You see it. You see that flower that Cash. <laughs> Oh, no. Fucked up. Wait, is it still alive? Yeah, it was only like a day or two ago. <sighs> it's dying. <laughs> I can hear it. My my speak with plants is, you know, I'm back in memoriam. Oh, Valley. yeah, it's involuntary. It's just... Oh, end me. <laughs> Cash is just like shaking his ear, like trying to like, just, like shake the ringing out. Like, stop, stop. <laughs> Yardy... You touch your scimitar tip to this light, and the further you push it through, the more of it disappears. I want to get it all the way up to, like, the hilt, and then I want to pull back and see if the scimitar comes out. It does. It it comes out, and there's a ripple where you pull it out quickly. Yardy turns around to Durak and Cash, and... He, he sheathes his scimitar and he looks over to them and he goes, whatever was changing the scenery, I think that's happening here. One of you come up here. We, we, we need to go into this together. I'm not going to just run in again, but there's something going on. We need to go through this wall. Uh, Durak looks back at Moth. Um, he goes, that sounds like a good idea to you. Durak, I need you to tell me one thing we've done this entire time that was a good idea. <laughs> uh, we, we saved Puppy Dog. <laughs> she nods. She's like, okay, no, you've, you've got me there. You've got me there. Durak, my point is, <laughs> when the hell have you ever thought before you've done something? And he thinks for a minute. And he realizes that it might not be the first time, but that's one of the times that this happened. And so he goes, then, just there. Just then. <laughs> and he goes, all right, fine. Yardy, I'll go in with you. So they line up. Yardy and Durek walk in side by side. Yeah, we do. Moth holds out her hand for Cash. Cash, Cash is running. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm run- Cash is running with his arm still stretched out with the light and it's just like I'm yes, coming yes. wait for me <laughs> and just snatches Sig- Moth's hand <laughs> Siggy, Dart, and Miles also jump in Siggy holding close to the two dogs uh, as she goes for she's actually had them on a leash while she's on cherry she looks like she's on a dog drawn uh, <laughs> carriage almost you reach the other side of this wall on the other side of this wall you see a floating ship it's like a boat it's like a sailing ship but above it is this strange-looking hot air balloon with this magical aura around it. And on it, suddenly looking down at you, standing on two legs in black boots and white pants 
in a blue military jacket is Mayor Malcolm Beaufort. God, I hate that hippo. I told y'all from the beginning I wanted to fight him. <laughs> <laughs> Good Better Quest is a Final Plank Media production. This episode edited by Nolan Lacey. Introduction music, A Prelude of Space by My Instant Lunch. Background music provided by Kevin McLeod, TabletopAudio.com, and Noah Geisler. As always, thank you for listening.